Hello and welcome back to the 18 Yards podcast. We're back to review some of the group stage, to predict and preview the next eight games that we have coming up um, in the next four or five days. Um, we're going to be looking at all the teams that have done well and surprised us in what has been a crazy group stage, almost an insane upset or some insanity happening every single day. Um, to talk about it all, I have Ari with me as always. Ari, what's up? What have been your thoughts on the group stages so far? I This group stage has been really surprising. I mean, with all the talk that Qatar was getting before the World Cup, somehow they've uh, they've cooked probably the best World Cup I've seen since I've started watching football. I mean, it's up there with 2010 and 2014 World Cup. I mean, so many upsets in the group stages. I mean, there's no team who's won all three games in the group stage and that is insane that is insane because if you look at if you if you would have looked at the groups before the world cup started you would have seen you know maybe argentina winning all the three games brazil winning all three games uh you know maybe portugal making all three games but uh, it's it's not been the case we've seen we've seen teams like australia we've seen teams like tunisia teams like you know uh, saudi arabia of course iran you know play really well and not not even make outside apart from australia not even not even uh, make it outside the group stages so it's been a really competitive and very, you know, a, a tournament that is very, really hard to predict up till now, at least. Yeah, and and um, and that's that's where that's where the fun is, to be honest. You know, I've really enjoyed the fact that this has been a this has been a World Cup of upsets almost. It's been, you know, I mean, for us, I mean, as Indians and Asians, I mean, it's been a big deal because for the first time, three Asian countries are in the uh, knockouts. All three didn't really stand a chance. I would have said Iran and and um, uh, I would have said Iran, for example, after the second uh, game had a better chance of, of of making it. But anyways, you know, I mean, it's been a lot of fun. You described it pretty well. Um, just to quickly review the group stage, I'm gonna ask. We can we can discuss a couple of things. So we've got best player of the group stage, best team, best game. Uh, best group and the flop of the group stages because actually the flop has quite a few nominees to be honest. Wow. So why don't you start with the with with the with the best player for you? See, uh, before you know uh, round three, I was going to say Bruno Fernandez because he was actually in the nick of everything that Portugal was doing and all their attacks and all the good good goals that they were scoring. He scored two goals, assisted two goals, just two games. Uh, but obviously, uh, the third round didn't go as planned for Portugal. Uh, but, you know, a lot of teams rested all their main players in the third round. Mbappe was a great contender in my opinion to get the best of the group stages, but he didn't play the last game. Uh, same goes for Casemiro, who I think has been a top three player this World Cup. You know, he's been brilliant, you know, stopping those attacks to like even reach the defence. Uh, that's probably one of the reasons why, in my opinion, Brazil have had the best defence uh, this World Cup. But if I had to pick one player out of these three, uh, you know, call call it uh, call it my bias and call it my love for uh, uh, the Frenchman playing in Paris. But I think uh, it's it's Kylian Mbappe. I mean, the way that he's played, it's impossible to stop him. Uh, you know, Australia faced his wrath. Uh, then obviously Denmark. He just turned up and just scored two goals clutch time. So you don't take the game away from them and the tournament. Uh, so I think Mbappe for me has been brilliant this this World Cup. Like I said, impossible to stop him once he starts running down the wing, starts fibbling against you. All you can do is just sit down and pray that you know he misses his chance. Uh, he's uh, unstoppable. 
yeah so for me it's been it's been it's been very difficult you know um uh to pick we had discussed this between you and Sandy on our on our group a couple of days back also and it was really difficult for me to pick pick so i'm not going for best player to be honest i'm going to uh, name a player that's really stood out for me um ito from japan i think has really caused both speed and germany problems um so that's the one i'm going to go for uh obviously mbappe has been the best player but i don't want to go mbappe because that's that's yeah easy he's been best for quite some time now in the world yeah people and and don't want to admit it but he is and i obviously i'm not going to i don't think he's been the best player but I, because of my bias i'm just going to bring in a conversation about kane and how unfair the criticism he's been getting is what what are your thoughts on that yeah i mean he's not uh, i mean he's got three he's, he's got he's got the most assists at the tournament so far and he's yeah, not I having mean, a great tournament because he is supposed to be a goal scorer at the end of the day but i think i just think that the uh, he was the most abused england player on twitter after the group stage and i think that's kind of uncalled for yeah i i completely agree with you and it's not like the england's not been scoring goals i mean if you disregard that completely uh perf- complete uh, performance against usa which i to be very honest it was more of usa being insane than you know england struggling against them because tyler adams and the entire us defense just just showed up uh, that night uh but you know england uh, has been scoring a lot of goals they scored six against iran and they scored three against uh, of course uh, wales and you know uh, people might say kane has not been scoring goals but he's been a very integral part of all these games you know because without kane you don't get six goals without kane you go you don't get the three goals so uh, i think the criticism criticism is all uh, you know is very harsh and people saying you know drop him from callum wilson you know i love callum wilson he's a great player but Let's be honest. Kane has been England's best player since 2017, uh, exactly. if, I, if, I, exactly. if I remember correctly. And he's he's going to break Rooney's record very very soon. And you know, it's not like he's 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 going to score. We're same same as the Euros. I mean, he he didn't score any goals in the group stage, and and he just went mad uh, in the knockout stage. So uh, now, uh, for your best team, ready. for your best team of the group stages, who you got? Uh, I'm gonna say Brazil. if the last game against cambodia obviously you know they they rested their all their key players vinicius yeah. wasn't playing casemiro wasn't playing their defense was completely revamped uh, alisson wasn't playing obviously neymar has been injured since the first game richarlison wasn't playing uh, so you know i'm not really uh, judging them off that game against cambodia in which they also look very lethal i mean martinelli got a few excellent chances yeah so it just goes to show that brazil has great depth and when they are at their full strength with obviously Neymar Vinicius Casemiro and all these people they are brilliant i mean against serbia in the first half they looked a bit shaky but in the second half they showed why are the best team why are, why are they a rightful favorites to win the world cup uh against switzerland also they nil all and then casemiro with that moment of brilliance uh, but again the entire game uh, they forced switzerland to just sit back and you know just take all the pressure in whatever brazil was giving and like i said you know the defense has been the best this tournament with thiago silva marquinhos you know thiago silva especially pulling the uh, the clock back to his golden years and and showing his class well, for me i've gone with japan because i think for the team like japan to go out there and beat germany and spain yeah they lost to costa rica but i think just the fact that they beat two giants in germany and spain for me technically not the best team but i think for the world cup vibes definitely the yeah. best you know just and and, and i feel the they lost in open games you know just a lot of fun 
and i and i feel they lost to costa rica because let's be honest this world cup wasn't having a team winning all three games bro they exactly. had to lose to exactly. costa rica to make exactly. it more interesting um all right uh best game best game oh there's a lot of a lot of a lot of candidates for this for me have been mind out mine was argentina saudi arabia because there were better games but i think that was the one that sort of got me hooked into this world cup properly You know, yeah, that's that's the game that you know. That's the game that actually you know said you know this World Cup is you can't predict this World Cup. But yeah, exactly. in terms of just game games that you know, I just I just couldn't keep my eyes off. Uh, obviously Serbia Cameroon is one game that comes to mind. So many goals, so yeah. many goals, and it was just complete madness. You know, there was no method to it. They were just going mad. You know, Mitrovic was going mad. You know, celebrations. I love him. I love him. And then of course. uh ghana and south korea another great game out of nowhere south korea came back into the game and then ghana obs took it so which is the one uh, you're going to pick uh i'm i'm going to even even yesterday's game against serbia switzerland was madness i mean they didn't have any midfield it was just vibes and attack vibes and attack and obviously shakiri showed up with his uh quarterly and um, and it's it, it is it is what we, what what we did predict um in our group stage predictions i mean we didn't predict At least I didn't. I didn't uh, predict uh, Switzerland going through, but we were talking about Switzerland's tournament pedigree, and that sort of showed showed through yeah. in uh, this time as well. So I mean, yeah. back to the game. What 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 did you think? I'm I'm going to say Serbia and Cameroon just because it has so many goals, and it was just uh, from first minute to ninetieth minute, just complete vibes with Chopo Moting scoring, Mitrovic scoring, all these cult heroes scoring. uh instant instant world cup classic and for the best group best group uh this is another tough one because uh the spain germany group till the last minute kept changing you know costa rica was qualifying at some point with japan some point germany was qualifying with spain uh and again unexpected results with germany losing to japan and then drawing with spain and getting knocked out in the second world cup consecutively so that group obviously is up there with uh probably the big best groups in the history of the world cup uh and apart from that uh even the group which had morocco belgium canada and croatia now obviously canada lost all all of the three games the only team to do that apart from uh, qatar this world cup uh and to be very honest canada played great football so it made, all the games were pretty interesting you didn't see the canada were going were going to lose the game before the game started they always put up a fight uh but again you know morocco showing showing the world that you know africa is very serious this world cup and topping the group and obviously you know with everything going on with belgium if only if only if only someone would have predicted that huh yeah we were ahead of the curve bro we were ahead of the curve we, we said you know morocco is going to go spunk some surprises uh but to be very honest i feel bad for morocco bro they got they got unlucky i mean they won the group and uh, spain finished second so they're going to yeah. play spain yeah. so that is really unlucky you know i feel for them but you know they've been great so i think but best group it has to be the spain germany japan and costa rica bro i i i agree with you and for me the second best was the portugal korea group because yesterday i mean it was insane right right till the end you know this is really intense um but the clear one was group e with um, germany japan spain and costa rica who was your flop so far for me it was denmark you could have said germany you could have said uruguay um you could have even said wales uh but for me it was denmark just because they were so good last summer and a year and a half later i mean so like just not up to it at all you know you know uh, 
Denmark just did turn up to the World Cup, uh, losing to Australia. I mean, obviously Australia were a motivated side that game, but uh, you know, drawing to Tunisia, that's when I knew they you know they're not serious as World Cup, and you could see that in the all three games that they played. Uh, but of course, uh, you know, another flop that uh, obviously Uruguay were my dark horses. I was actually rooting for Uruguay to do really well because of uh, my favorite player in the world right now, Fadi Valverde. Uh, the manager didn't use him properly. I'm very irritated with him. You know, he didn't use, he didn't really, you know, t- uh, use him more in in the attacking phase of the game, which really, you know, limited Valverde's impact in the game. And you know that in the end, that's what costed Uruguay uh, a place in the knockouts. Uh, Belgium, I think Bel- uh, Belgium for me are, are the flops. I forgot about Belgium. I forgot about Belgium. Yeah, they, they are the flops. I mean, uh, Lukaku. What what was Lukaku doing in that game against uh, uh, Croatia? I mean, he got opportunities that I'm not even kidding. If if I uh, had football boots worth twenty thousand, and if I had a Belgium jersey and I had a Belgium passport, that, it's I that video, no? It's, it's that that video of that dude saying you've got the you've got boots that cost two hundred pounds. You've got the ball that that's that's filled to the exact. Uh, exact perfect scale. I <laughs> exactly. can't put the ball in the open net. He, and that was actually he couldn't. And there were chances that he was literally Croatia, De Bruyne, everyone literally, you know, gift wrapped it into a brilliant gift wrap. You know, put it in a box, a hamper, and gave it to him in his hand. And then he just dropped it. He, he didn't he didn't hold it. I mean, it was complete madness, you know. And then he punched the dugout and got that on target. So that is brilliant for him. A uh, one shot on target at least. Uh, but, uh, you know, Belgium for me were the flops with everything going on in the back end. Also with De Bruyne coming out saying we're old. I mean, come on, De Bruyne, you, you don't say that during the World Cup. Say that after the World Cup, once you've, once you've actually, you know, performed well, but even De Bruyne didn't show up. Hazard, people knew he's, he's way past it. So, I think Belgium were the flop of this World Cup. Uh, Germany, I feel Germany played really well. Uh, uh, finishing their uh, bad finishing cost them a group uh, a place in the knockouts. Timo Werner obviously would have been a great addition to the team. He got uh, injured before the World Cup, unfortunately. Uh, to be, uh, you know, I read a stat somewhere that Germany had the best XG of any team in the entire group stage. Yeah, I so saw um, the, the, the XG was ten. Yeah, ten, and you know, obviously the finishing cost him the cost him a place in the World Cup knockout stage. So I think Germany played well. I wouldn't call them a flop per se because they actually played good footy. They got unfortunate with bad finishing by Kai Havertz, uh, which is uh, which yeah, it's a pattern now. Uh, but uh, you know, for me, Belgium any day, Belgium the flop of the tournament. All right. So now moving on to the round of sixteen, uh, we'll quickly go through each fixture, and you can give your prediction. We can preview the game a bit. Um, you can give your prediction. I'll give my prediction, and then we can also talk a little bit about the team that we're rooting for, right? Because that's not necessarily who we're predicting is going to win, but the team that we would we would want to win. So, to kick us off this evening, we've got uh, Netherlands, USA and Argentina, Australia. Um, Argentina, Australia, I think is going to be a pretty straightforward game. So, let's jump into Netherlands, USA, which has the potential to be a really good game. Because, you know, Netherlands Netherlands were troubled a lot by Ecuador. USA, uh, I think there are only three teams that are still unbeaten in this tournament. Um, with uh, USA, Netherlands, and England being those three teams. So, two of the unbeaten teams mm. go up against each other. Um, what I've seen from USA, especially in the first game against Wales, um, and in the game against Iran, which I'm sort of one eye on because I was watching England-Wales, um, they're a very well-drilled team. 
and obviously it's a team that we mentioned before is looking towards 2026 but that midfield you know Yunus Musa Weston McKenney Tyler Adams looks really good together uh, Timothy Weah is playing really really well i remember watching him play in the under 17 world cup at JLN stadium and he looked really good then and and that form is carried and he's looking really good now um so i'm really excited about the usa and t- for for me these are the these are the guys that could potentially cause an upset i'm predicting netherlands to go through because i think they'll just have that firepower with cody gakpo etc uh yeah. to take them through i'm rooting for usa and i think this is where there could be a potential upset um, um big upset but uh, yeah what do you think uh, i completely agree with you. you know tyler adams has been one of the players of the tournament so far uh, you know especially that performance against england very deserved the man the match was excellent uh but you know netherlands haven't looked uh that great this uh, tournament even though they've not lost a game uh they just i just don't feel very confident with netherlands to be very honest you know before the tournament started you know you could have said you know netherlands are going to give a good fight to the big dogs you know i think the brazil but now i just don't feel very confident so i agree with you know they might be an upset uh but i still feel the netherlands have that uh, experience in the squad that will take them through the line but you know usa is a team for the future and you know 2026 can be a very different story will be a very different story but for now i think netherlands uh, might be a little strong and, and who knows you know i mean t- t- tonight they win and obviously they've got either argentina or australia in the next game but but today could be the day you know because it's a very fast team but obviously that the the issue is that i don't think they'll be able to deal with van dijk delit and nathan ake Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, Argentina, Australia. Then, um, I mean, I'd like to say Australia will give them a fight, but I think Argentina has got better and better and better since that first game. Uh, Messi seems to be getting better and better, even though he didn't miss the penalty. Um, so I think this will be pretty comfortable for Argentina. Um, Australia, by all counts, will give it their all. I mean, it's amazing to see what's happening with. the way people in australia are responding to their um to the uh, to football after a long time so it's really good to see but i think i think messi is going to take this one i agree with you i mean i really want australia to beat argentina i mean because you know asian brothers uh cricketing brothers so i really want australia to beat argentina because this is they've been in around 16 after 16 years and that's a huge yeah. deal for the country yeah. and it will only should bring him kehil back for this game He'll score. He'll score and he, do his iconic. He'll score. He'll score and he'll score a volley. He'll score a volley and do his iconic celebration on the corner flag. Well, that'll be something to watch. Imagine if he scores in the 90th minute. But obviously, uh, we we can only dream. Representing that. representing Jamshedpur FC. Yeah, it's Asia. So for me, if if you're Asian, you're Indian. So you're you're my brother. So so I want. So that, I want... That's how it works with football, huh? For us. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the you know, that's something that's something it. that's something I want to bring up is the amount of FOMO, fear of missing out that I have got, being Indian and watching the Asian teams do well in this World Cup. I'm just like, you know, when is it going to be our turn? It should have been me. It's not exactly fair. that. That's that, 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 that's what that's what I'm feeling. Anyways, Croatia, Japan again, talking about another Asian country. I personally have Japan because I think. Japan will be very happy that they came first especially because Croatia came second because Croatia is the type of team that Japan can beat Morocco not as much because Morocco has the likes of Hakimi who can counter that 
pace that uh, Japan have in transitions and the the way that Japan play. Um, I think the this Croatia team who is slightly getting older, we didn't have them going through in the group stages in our predictions, and they've done well. But I think they can be hurt. I think obviously the the biggest the biggest this thing will for Japan will be trying to deal with the fact that Croatia will have complete dominance in midfield. So every time they get the ball in defense, it's about like they play. It's about getting the ball, basically bypassing the entire Croatian midfield. Hmm. Um, uh, and obviously, one key player I think in this game will be Josko Vardiol, who's been really, really good in the group stages. He's been really good, yeah. in, and he's young. And and you know, I mean, uh, Lovren is the other center back, so Vardiol will have to perform really well to. um to you know counter that speedy J- japanese attack but i've got japan going through uh you know i agree with this this is a game that you know the only game in round 16 which for me doesn't have a clear winner yet uh but you know i feel if i say japan going through i feel like i'm cheating on luka modric you know you get what i'm what i'm saying right it's i mean no. i have to say croatia like uh, you get you understand i hope you understand i mean it's luka modric end of the day so i think he's he's going to come up with something special even even me you know now that we have we uh, perisic is a spurs player even i'm like hmm, croatia so in a lot of these games actually in terms of who i'm rooting for i don't mind argentina i'd love messi to do well um but i wouldn't mind australia going through croatia japan i'd want japan to go through but i don't mind croatia either same pretty much with brazil south korea i really want south korea to do well like i was really rooting same. for them yesterday but i don't mind if brazil go through either i mean and moving on to that game i think again pretty straightforward South Korea did well to get to the round of 16 but unless you know i mean there's a huge huge upset i think brazil are going to take this because like you said they've been the best team um in this this world cup so far yeah i agree with you uh if, if to be very honest reaching round of 16 is a win for south korea exactly so, yeah so obviously they have a place to lose in the quarter finals but if even if they lose i think they should be happy with themselves Mm-hmm. But because Brazil is a very strong team, I think it's a very easy win for them. Yeah. And uh, what are your thoughts on England Senegal? Uh, this is a good game. Uh, but before the tournament, I thought England will choke. But you know, England yeah. have looked solid this yeah. entire tournament. You know, Rashford, Rashford. I don't know what's happened to him. He looks like a completely new player. You know, scoring free kicks, dribbling past three four defenders, and you know, putting it in the back of the net. Uh, so I think England look very strong for Senegal. Uh, they they struggled a bit against Ecuador also Senegal. So I don't think Senegal will win this game, but it'll be an interesting game to watch. Agreed. I think this is one of the fixtures that that I've got my eye on. Uh, France Poland. Oh, sorry, I forgot to give my prediction. I've also got England going through. <laughs> France Poland. Straightforward, I think. Like we said, you know, Mbappe, well, think, yeah. you can't stop him. Can't stop. And him. Poland, Poland haven't been that great, you know. It's it's just been Chesney and Lewandowski and exactly. some way Zielinski in midfield, but Mbappe. Now Mbappe. this is the game that I'm most excited about um, in this round. Uh, Morocco versus Spain. I've got Morocco going through because I think Morocco have been fantastic. Um, Uh, at this World Cup, and I think sorry, I said three teams are unbeaten. I think Morocco is also unbeaten, right? Yeah, Morocco, Morocco yeah. is also unbeaten. So they're the fourth team. On. They're the fourth team that are unbeaten. So that's Morocco, Netherlands, England, and um, USA that are unbeaten. Um, I think that they're gonna. I think it's gonna be a really good game, and I think Morocco will just edge it. Uh, you know, I can't predict this game because uh, you know Morocco, like you said, have been brilliant this tournament. One of the teams that I was rooting for, uh, before the tournament started. 
Uh, but you know, I've always had a soft spot for Spain because 2010 was the first time I started watching football because of David Villa and you know the way he played the World Cup. So I will always root for Spain, uh, no matter if Madrid players are an integral part of the team or not. Uh, but you know the way that they played against Costa Rica, I just can't you know forget that performance. Even though that this they struggled a bit against Germany and they lost to Japan, but that performance against Costa Rica that was perfection. I think yeah. that was the best performance I've seen ever by any team, club football or international football. Um, so I just can't forget that performance, and I have to say Spain. You know, very unlucky for Morocco that they are facing Spain after winning the group. Uh, but I think Spain is going to win the game. And um, who have you got for Portugal versus Switzerland? I've got Portugal. I think Switzerland will give them a good fight. Again, tournament pedigree. I think this will go. This will get decided either extra time or penalties. Um, I agree with you. I agree with you. But I think Portugal will edge it. Portugal will edge it because you know. Let's be honest. When the pressure is the highest. The greats stand up. And who have you got as your player to watch? Um, the key player, not player to watch, but the key player in any one of these ties. And I mean, don't make uh, it like Messi or Mbappe or someone. No, no. I'm gonna say, like I said, Tyler Adams. You know, if he shows up like Adams. he did against, if he shows up like he did against England, Netherlands have a problem. Netherlands have a problem, and like we said, this game can go either way. It's gonna be decided on individual battles. And I think Tyler Adams is the player to watch out for. And who have you got for um, your potential upset? Potential upset. Uh, it's either the US or Morocco. I can't see any other team causing any upset in the round of 16. Well, I predicted Morocco to win and Japan to win. So I'm not going to put those as my potential upset because those already I'm predicting an upset. The potential upset yeah. I've got is also USA. Um, I think tonight will be a really good game against Netherlands. Um, if Tyler Adams can manage, because he's the one who'll kind of be uh, trying to mark Cody Gakpo, who's been Netherlands' most explosive player this this tournament. Yeah. Again, I've got Adams and Gakpo as my players to watch. Um, uh, for this round, so yeah. So if uh, whichever one comes out in that battle, I think will decide who wins that game. I think I've got USA as my potential upset, but I think. We're looking at eight really fun games. You know, even the ones that look like they're not going to be that great on paper. I think the last ten days, two weeks have shown us that that you can't really make a call on on what's going to happen simply because this World Cup is insane. Yeah, it's it's Qatar at its best. I mean, I've already forgotten about all the political tensions. I mean, yeah. I'm already forgotten because the football is so bloody brilliant, man. All right then. Um... So just to go over our predictions, I'm going to go with, um, I'll give mine and then Ari's. So USA, Netherlands, we've both gone for Netherlands, but this is the game that we are sort of earmarking as our game to watch for this ton- uh, for this round and one where there could be a potential upset with the USA. Um, then we've got um, Argentina, Australia, we've both gone for Argentina. Croatia, Japan, Ari has gone for Croatia, I've gone for Japan. Brazil, South Korea, we've both gone for uh, Brazil. Uh, I'm hoping we're both wrong. But yeah, uh, England, Senegal, we've both gone for England. France, Poland, we've both, both gone for France. Spain, Morocco, I've gone for Morocco. Ari's gone for Spain. Portugal, Switzerland, we've both gone for uh, Portugal. And we're kind of saying that this game is the one that's going to go to extra time penalties. Um, as our player to watch, 
Ari's got Adams. I've got uh, Adams as well, and Cody Gakpo. Although that goes without saying, because he's, I mean, setting the tournament on fire already. Yeah. Um, as the, my potential upset, because I've already picked Morocco and Japan to win, I've gone for USA, and Ari's gone for either USA or Morocco. So yeah, that's our predictions. Uh, let us know. Uh, we're going to put a poll on Spotify like we did last time. Let us know what you guys think um, about this round and 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 keep listening. Uh, we'll be back in four or five days to preview, to review the round of 16 and preview the quarterfinals. And in the quarterfinals and semis, like we did for the Champions League a couple of years back, we'll be doing um, halftime Instagram lives in case you want to switch over from Wayne Rooney and Sol Campbell Judas to... Ari, me, Sandy, uh, Deep, and, and just a, a bunch of us just having a bit of fun on Instagram Live and talking about the games. Anyways, Ari, as always, thank you. Always a pleasure, guys. Stay safe.